Addie Sage. And I'm Lindsay. We're back to journey through the ages with our second season, but this time with a twist. Ooh, a twist. My mom has a theme this year, celebrate. So for this season, we will be taking a different minor holidays, giving them, giving some history on them, and telling, telling how we celebrated, and by popular demand from our listeners, Addie Sage's Fun Facts is back. I will still be telling a fun fact, but somehow related to the celebration we are focusing on in that episode. So one other thing that we're going to be working on this season, based on listener feedback also, is sound control. So are you going to be shrieking this season, Addison? Yes, totally. Really? Fine. No. Uh, okay, so let's jump right in now for history crunch time. Um, so we're going to be talking about Buddhism. Buddhism originated when Siddhartha Gautama was attributed to have achieved nirvana. He was Hindi, but he saw flaws with Hinduism. He went into a forest and meditated for six years, nearly killing himself in the process. Hmm. Once he achieved nirvana, he became the Buddha. B- Buddha. I mean, <laughs> Buddha. <laughs> Sorry. Mispronunciation. <laughs> yes. I, well, this is a good time to mention that we have taken pains to try to pronounce things properly. We have googled the heck out of words that um, are not in our native language but um we're probably going to butcher some and we're going to do our best um and we we tried to do our homework so that we show respect for this is a different culture that we're trying to understand okay so he achieved nirvana but like what does that mean um nirvana literally means blown out and is considered to mean merging with the emptiness So then he went on to preach about the four noble truths, which are the truth of suffering, the truth of the cause of suffering, the the truth of the end of suffering, and the truth of the path that leads to the end of suffering. A lot of suffering. Um, After the Buddha died, a king came to power who who, who converted to Buddhism and sent his missionaries from Europe all the way to China to spread Buddhism. Um, So I'm relatively new to learning about Buddhism, other than a world religions course I took like 25 years ago, and one of my best friend's family being Buddhist, but mostly um, culturally, not rather than religiously. But the focus on suffering actually really interests me. Um, So I read that suffering primarily comes from craving impermanent things. And I feel like I've really seen that in my life and with other people that I observed. So I'm wondering, do you feel like you've seen or experienced suffering from craving impermanent things? No, not really. Like, not at all? Not really. You can't think of anything that you've craved that leads to suffering because you want it so much? I guess me wanting a pet. Hmm. You torture me by not letting me get one. <laughs> but they're like for pet for you having a pet is like this deep craving. Yes. But a pet is an impermanent thing, right? But it's my fondest desire. But even if we got one, it might not last, right? And so then don't you think that would also lead to suffering? Yes, but at least I've gotten one and I felt it. Yeah. So in any event, I just really think this like 
emphasis on suffering and kind of analyzing suffering and pondering on it and the role it plays in our life and how it can be connected to um, to craving things is really fascinating to me. So now that you have some background, let's move to Celebration Station. We're celebrating Parinirvana Day, which is the commemoration of when the Buddha's earthly body died <laughs> and he achieved Parinirvana or complete Nirvana. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I'm just remembering what I said, how I pronounced the Buddha, Buddha earlier. <laughs> All right, remember the whole sound control thing and like we weren't going to be shrieky this season? <laughs> Get it together. When some people celebrate, they often read passages from the recitations of Nirvana Sutta or Nirvana Sutra, describing the Buddha's Buddha's last days of life. <laughs> oh my goodness. We practice so hard with our pronunciations and we're like butchering them in the moment. Okay. Left and right. Many people Many people also visit Buddhist temples and monasteries. Parinirvana Day is also a day when people reflect on their own future deaths and the deaths of loved ones. So what did we do? Well, first off, we did our research to find out if there was a Buddhist temple in Bakersfield, right? Mm -hmm. And it turns out there's a Buddhist temple, there's a Buddhist monastery, and there's a Buddhist meditation center all in Bakersfield. I don't know if I should even try to pronounce them since we've already done a lot of butchering of words in this episode. Do it, do it, do it. Well, the the temple here is called Wat Somdej Fra Maharaj Mangalaha. <laughs> I think. Wat Somdej Fra Maharaj Mangalaha. Ha. Yeah, the I think this one's a little bit easier. The Bode Monastery or Tuvien Bode. Um, so in any event, we we are really trying to learn how to properly pronounce things, but these are not easy words for uh, a non-native speaker. Um, so what did you notice when we visited the temple and the monastery? At the monastery there were beautiful chinese lanterns and it gave off a very strong ancient china vibe the exterior of the temple uh, the exterior of the temple was less eye-catching although the gardens were very pretty so i mean i kind of love a holiday or celebration where talking about and reflecting on death is one of the central features i feel like our society doesn't do great with being open about death what do you think um Death is important because without it, life is pointless. You have to make the most of every moment because you know that one day you'll die. What? Can you repeat that? No, I can't. What did I just say? Um, so, I mean, I just feel like our society, I read this book called Being Mortal by Atul Gawande, and he's a doctor. He's a surgeon in the United States. And he talked about as doctors, like this relentless pursuit of helping patients survive, but not really helping to prepare them for death in any way, even though we all ultimately know that we will die. Um, and I kind of, um, there's, 
there's this um there's this term called holy envy that I've I've heard someone use related to like other religions where that may not be your belief system, may not be your religion, but you see something beautiful there, something that you almost have this holy envy that you wish it were part of your tradition. And I feel like this ability to talk about death and suffering and to really face it um, is, is kind of a beautiful idea. And, but I remember you weren't so sure about that when you were first studying about Buddhism. It sounded depressing. Yeah. Um, but do you remember that clip we watched from The Good Place? Yeah. Um. Did I? I thought it was, um, you know, kind of helped you think about the idea of Buddhists like merging with emptiness or losing their sense of self in a slightly different way. Um, do you think I should read that that clip and give them a flavor of it? Sure. So I'm obsessed with The Good Place, by the way. Uh, great TV show. But um, one of the characters. Chidi says, he tells Eleanor, uh, another character, picture a wave in the ocean. You can see it, measure it, its height, the way the sunlight refracts when it passes through. It's there and you can see it and you know what it is. It's a wave. And then it crashes on the shore and it's gone. But the water is still there. The wave was just a different way for the water to be for a little while. That's one conception of death for a Buddhist. The wave returns to the ocean where it came from and where it's supposed to be. And, you know, that's not exactly my belief system, right? It's not mm -hmm. your belief system. But isn't that kind of a beautiful way to think about it and to make death be less of a scary thing? Yeah, but it still t sounds depressing. <laughs> I don't think it sounds depressing. I, I take much pride in my individuality, so everything where I lose my individuality is depressing. Mm, so you don't like the idea of this being just a temporary way for you to be? Yes. Fair enough. Um, Yay! And now for the fun fact about me. Um, no, that's not what the fun facts were about. They were supposed to be about related to the holiday or the history or the celebration in some way. What? I thought we nixed that. Nope. Okay. Okay, I'll do the fun fact. So, about four years ago in Thailand, in Thailand, Thailand, whatever. No, Thailand. It's not whatever. That's the whole point. Thailand. When we're learning about other people's culture, we don't say whatever. We say we want to be rigorous in trying to understand and pronounce things and okay. take it at its face. Okay. Okay. About four years ago in Thailand, 12 boys and their soccer coach got trapped in the Tham, 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 Luang, Nang, Non cave complex due to unexpected rains during the monsoon season. While the caves... While in the caves, their coach, a former Buddhist monk, led them in Buddhist meditation, which helps keep people calm and collected. Yeah, I saw that in some like pretty big studies, um, Buddhist mindfulness meditation has been shown to decrease anxiety, depression, and even physical pain levels. That's interesting. Um, but anyway, the boys and their coach were eventually rescued. If you want to know more, 
read all 13, The Incredible Cave Rescue of the Thai Boys Soccer Team, a Newberry Honor Book. That was such a great book. Um, it had it had like such great pictures and maps. It really just brought the whole thing to life. I felt like I could really picture what they experienced. I don't even remember the book except for the fact that I was so into it that I read it in the bathtub and dripped water on it and you were so angry. You were like, I'm so angry about it. Now we have to pay for it and we're going to pay for it out of your college account money. <laughs> That's not exactly how it happened. I'm not going to lie. I probably did say we were going to pay for it out of your college money. <laughs> that That sounds like me, but... I did definitely did not say mwahaha. <laughs> yeah. uh, so anyway, we highly recommend all 13. We loved that book. And um, we have really, I would say we've really enjoyed learning about Pari Nirvana Day, wouldn't you? Yeah, except for the fact that Buddhism, the, it, it seems a little bit depressing to me. Okay. Well, but some people might enjoy it. <laughs> I would also say you hold out you don't make final judgments. You say, this is new for me. This is my first time. This is my initial impression. Uh But over time, it might change. Yeah. So we've run a little bit over. So (laughs) we should probably end the episode now. All right. See you next episode. Yeah, we'll be back with another celebration and some more uh, journeying through the ages. We'll be watching you. No, we won't. (laughs) We won't be watching. Yes, we will totally be watching. (laughs) It's an audio medium. All right. Bye.